four stages of tshuva, the four kinds of averis, the four kinds of chalakim uh, that tshuva person needs to do. We spoke about the tshuva mitzvah or which applies to every mitzvah, the fact that a person disobeys Hashem, and that's mechayev, that's mechayev a person to to rebuild, thank you, to rebuild the connection with Hashem, which is vidui, and it's always mechayev, and Hashem is always willing to accept the person who wants to come back. We spoke about the chalak of tshuva, which brings the person himself down, and therefore it needs something which is going to reverse the trend, because now that he's a person on a lower level, on his own, it's going to be very hard for him to turn around. And therefore, we had the concept which reverses the trend and is going to bring it back up again. We saw either the outside influence of Yom Kippur or carbon or whatever it's going to be. And that's the kapara that Yom Kippur gives just by being Yom Kippur. It gives a person an added level which can help him change from being in the level of a very that he was to a level where he's now different. Um, we spoke about the third element of Chait. And that is the, the element of the creation which creates. And we spoke about the fact that as long as that's attached to a person, so to speak, he's, he's taking away from a person's chiyos. And then we spoke about the validity of Yom Kippur, even if it's not mechafer, but tshuva Yom Kippurim toilim. It separates it, it sends it somewhere else. It puts it in the Eretz Kazer, in the Chalal Rishul Olam, and that way a person is no longer being, uh, so to speak, siphoned off his lechios from him because of this koyachachet. But like we finished up last night, that's not enough because for as long as he's here, maybe HaKadosh Baruch Hu separates the chet from him, but if he doesn't deal with it more than that, so in the Lava, he's going to meet up with it again. So what's the second stage? As we got after last night, what's the second stage? Having detached myself from the chet or having HaKadosh Baruch Hu detached the chet from me, Let's say on Yom Kippur. So now, how does a person, if they would now deal with destroying the chet? So this is what the Chazal say: Yisurim Mechaprim. Uh, Yisurim Mechaprim means there's a certain amount of chios that each avera has, depending on how much chios a person put into, depending how severe it is. And really, the owner should be, like Torah says, Torah the Femeras and deal with the consequence of what you did, which means the owner she should suffer is the amount of chios he loses. Because of what the chayt took. So if it's the chayt, which is the more serious chayt, and took more of his chiyos, it's the third level. If the chayt is the more serious chayt, and takes more of his chiyos, then he'll get that much less. And therefore, like we said, Yisurim is commensurate to the severity of the crime. Not just the severity of the crime, but to the how many times a person committed the crime. Because each of there is another, each of there is another chayt. That's like the Ben Yedder asking of Shari Chava. This is of time to go into the Anishir. But if you look at the beginning of Shari Tshuva, Ben Yenna says the evils of a person who is ma'achir lashav v'natshuva. How bad it is that a person uh, delays doing Tshuva. Right? Now if you look carefully, Ben Yenna gives four reasons. Four reasons why it's a bad thing to delay doing Tshuva. And they line up exactly with these four things. Number one, Ben Yenna says, if you want to see it inside, look inside, it's see if I think Gimel until Zion or Vav, in the beginning of Shari, Adaf, Shari Chava. But I'll just say briefly outside the, the, the idea, and you can see inside how accurate it is with his own notion. The first thing Rabbi Yenna says is that he gives a marshal. Right? He says, the oid, you should know. How bad it is, Rasim is Achim in that How bad is the person who delays doing Chava? Because, Ki hu yatsa He knows that Kodesh Baruch is angry with him. And he doesn't do anything about it. He doesn't. Uh, 
and therefore that makes it worse. Because if you know she's angry with you and you you know you you maintain your complacency, you don't mind the fact that she was angry, so it makes the crime even bigger. He gives the famous marshal there of the, the people who are locked in the jail and they mostly managed to escape and one of them stayed behind and the warden comes in and finds him and says, why don't you run away? Mm-hmm. The beginning of Shayad of Shayad. And then what, what, therefore, what does he say? Therefore, right, you see the, 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 what compounds the, the oinish for a person um, who delays doing Jiva is the fact that he doesn't mind the fact that she's angry with him. That's the first point. He doesn't mind. So that's al Sakhalik of Makadish Prophet was angry with you. And that should be you to the Jiva to rebuild the relationship. And therefore delaying that makes the anger bigger. It's clear that a person doesn't mind the fact that she's angry with him. That's the one that the second Lakuta, he says, is because if a person sinned once, he's gonna sin again. Is being as a result of being now in the lower place because of that area, like we said yesterday, a very serious and therefore if you send one, he's going to send again. That's the second point. The third point he says is you should know that a person who does the same khayt a hundred times, that's not going to get punished once. If he does the same khayt a hundred times, he's going to get punished again for each one, and that's the khaylik. Each khayt again is another malach. Each time he does a very again, he's created another rat, uh, and therefore why is it khashuv to do tshuva quickly because otherwise he says it's not any doyme a person does the chayt one time and the person does the chayt lots of times. It's been damaged to the case of the nazir who they say altishte altishte don't drink wine each time he drinks wine again they'll give him malchus again it's another aver. So you may if a person doesn't do tshuva so he's just going to do more of the same chayt which means he's created more of these malachim which means he's going to have to deal with more oynish to get rid of them. Right now when we get to us we'll play the last bit the point Rabbi Yehuda says and it's very instructive Rabbi Yehuda goes to the four levels and maybe here also he goes through in each level why it's a bad thing not to do tshuva. Okay, so like we said in the Mela, the more of these Malachim Royam that they are stacked up against the person, the more Yisurim is going to have to suffer. The more Yisurim is going to have to suffer based on the amount of them, based on the severity of the Avera, which means, which means um, how much of his Chiyos they're going to take away. And let me explain something here. There's a point which we spoke about in Nefesh HaChaim, but my name is Nefesh HaChaim so I'm going to say it again. A very harsh of a point. And that is, What's a person's ability to create? A person creates a malachra. What kayak do you have to create? A person creates a malach toy. What's his kayak to create? What makes me a creator? And this is a scary point. The answer is, the person's ability to create is with his life. With your own life. HaKadosh Baruch gives you life. If I spend that life busy doing an avera, so I've used that life of the, that chiyus of the time I did that very, I used that life to create another. If I spend life using to learn Torah, so I create a malach which I'm using my life to create him. I thought we're just learning. He's just learning from us. No, that's afterwards. First, has he created? A piece of us. A piece of us. A person has the time Hashem gives him. If I now go and put this time I channeled into a vera, so I've used part of my life to create a vera. If I channel this into a mitzvah, I've used part of it to create a mitzvah. Which means, what chiyos does the malach ra have? It's the chiyos that I gave him. And in that case, as always you're going to see, that there is the oinish. The amount of chiyos I gave him, that's the chiyos that now I'm going to lose. It's bad enough that I spent it the first time creating him, but now I'm going to lose commensurate the chiyos that I'm meant to get to feed him. And therefore, the more of a person's life he's mashkia into creating a virus, the more of his life he's going to lose. That's going to feed those of So that's not a very helpful prospect.
What about Mitzvah? is wonderful. It doesn't take away from you? No, because Hashem is happy to support Mitzvahs. Hashem is happy to give a person chiyos for his mitzvahs. Uh-huh. So yes, I'm spending my life creating them, but once they're there, Hashem supports them. It's only when something which is on the koyach side of Ra, that Hashem is not willing to support Ra. And He punishes us from what we gave to right. Him. Right, right. The Arizal says, just like when a person has children, he doesn't become poorer. Because now he becomes a channel to feed his children. So Hashem sends chiyos to the children through him. If the children need to eat, Hashem doesn't have a way to give them food directly. So Hashem will send the chef before the children to the parents. That's the Gemara. Noilad Zachar, Noilad Matelachma. When a child is born, Hashem sends food for him. Where is it going to come through? The parents. They're the ones looking after him. So a person doesn't lose by having children financially. Same thing. A person doesn't lose by having mitzvahs. If Hashem, Hashem wants the mitzvahs. He'll send him mochiyos for the mitzvahs too. Okay. I see. My sin told him that's That's exactly the point. The maximum of person is Toledos, he creates them. He creates them with his own life. They're the most accurately his Toledos. Okay, but let's say a person doesn't want to punish. He doesn't want to be punished. What other etzah does he have? What other etzah does he have? So this is something which we see much more discussed in the Kadmonim, in the early Rishonim. I'll tell you what they say. But don't take it to the yet. Then I'm going to tell you how it translates the maximum today. And that is... We see a Yesod Godel in Shanaim, and that is, there's a big difference between something that HaKadosh Baruch Hu has to inflict on a person, or something a person is makabal on himself. Because if a person is punished, blessed prayer, he was forced into it. Hashem decided, and he just had to, he just, what could he do? Then, it's, what Hashem decides is with the full measure of the death, what's deserved. But, if a person, Mitzad Atzmo, wants to makabal punishment on himself, then a much smaller punishment than a person takes on himself is goes to some kind of a prison. It's considered a much bigger punishment because he did it perotzen. Because he did it perotzen. If a person accepts on himself perotzen, a smaller punishment, then that's equal in the terms of shemaim to a much bigger punishment that Hashem has to inflict. Why? And that's why, if you see in the time, why? Because you see, I was uh, you, again punishment is if al you're going to be punished. I owe someone hundred dollars. Yes, because something which a person does in Shemaim is considered 100. Right. Now, therefore... It's more valuable. It's more valuable because then a person may wanted to, 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 to change it and therefore no one wants to serve. A person is willing to make a serve himself. It's nechshav by any Shemaim, like a much bigger English. In other words, if Hashem had to punish him balkorchai, then this is what he deserves. If he himself was to something else, it's, it's, it's considered to be a similar thing. Which is why we see in the works of the Rishonim, whether it's Rikanti, the Rakayach, or many of the other works of the Rishonim, they speak about all kinds of self-inflicted ancient people used to do, as dark each other. And what's the point of that? And the answer is that the point of that is that it replaces Oynesh of Shemaim. This is even brought in the Shulchan Aruch. Shulchan Aruch talks about a minag that people used to give themselves Malchus and Erevim Kippur. Why? To take away Koras. People used to give themselves and Erevim Kippur, connect the Koras. It's a few people. It's not that common. But, one second. Slowly, slowly. Malchus might be painful. Chorus is terrible. It doesn't begin to be equal. Right? Says the Gemara. Uh, Not now. Uh, One day he will. So how does this stand in place of that? And what? Something self-inflicted is considered in Shemayim like something which is much more severe. And then if we talk about Tanayisim, it's like about Gilgoleshelech, it's like other things that they used to do as ways of being makabal, you on themselves, 
And that was meant to expiate the Chiv of Yisrael that they had Kaf Ishmael. Which means, I mean, Right. says that. the You have in front of you. You can have a look. He says in the Shara Haravi when he talks about Yisurim, he says that on the pasuk again, that if a person thanks Hashem for the punishment, then it absolves the rest of the punishment. Because if it's makabel beratzim the Yisurim that he already has, so that's nechul shemayim more than if Hashem had to punish in Bal Korcha. The same idea. Same idea. Exactly the same idea. I was giving you a reference from Ben himself. Okay, now, that's what was done originally. In terms of the Rishonim, even until the Shulchan Aruch. We don't do that anymore. We don't do that anymore. That's not our Maharach today. We aren't placabling ourselves Yisurim like that. So what's the answer today? The Chaznish writes that there's another kind of Yisurim person can placabling himself, and it's as effective as Yisurim which, uh, of this nature, but there's a second benefit too. And that is, it's not Yisurim for the point of suffering. It's the Yisurim a person's makabal on himself to do a mitzvah better. Now, as I'm prepared to go to whatever discomfort or pain it's going to be to do a mitzvah better, that's Yisurim Shlava, not the Chaznish. So, for example, for example, if a person is really tired and he forces himself out of bed to get up for a night, so for an early shach, whatever it's going to be, and he's dizzy and it hurts and whatever it is and he's much more comfortable to stay in bed and in late or whenever he's going to wake up but he, he does it and yes there's a certain amount of Yusurim it's hard that Yusurim it works in place of big Yusurim because number one is Peratzin and number two it's Yusurim to do a mitzvah similarly the Chazan is right the person is learning late night and he's tired and it's much more convenient to go to sleep but he forces himself to stay awake and it hurts it, like, it's, it's, it's physically difficult and in the he pushes himself the extra amount to be able to learn or to do a mitzvah. So that Yusurim counts as Yusurim, which we can do today as well. And we don't try the Yusurim to afflict ourselves today, but the Yusurim which we can try and undertake to do a mitzvah better, to do a mitzvah better, that we can still do. Where did the Chazlish get this from? I don't know. Rakatoya Mukar. The Rizal says it. The Rizal says that a person should grind matzahs by himself. Grind the wheat for the matzahs by himself. Now, grinding wheat is hard physical work. Right? Says the Ariza. All the drops of perspiration that a person has from grinding matzahs, they're all machapir like Yisurim. Right? It's not nearly as bad as Yisurim. It's just hard work. Right? But it's self-inflicted hard work to do a mitzvah, and it counts as Yisurim. I'm not walking to Yeshiva so I can say that with your hat and jacket in the heat. As much as matzahs, but maybe it also counts as something. You feel like a matzah. <laughs> the difference is here. This is here. The, the other two cases that we said, the person is, if you're doing a shame, you're suing over here. No. He's doing a shame in the mitzvah. It happens. But the person's getting up early to learn. He's doing the shame learning, but it's suing. So you're having the mitzvah. You're not having kavana, but it's from the chapar and the rabbi. Chapar. Say what? Say what? Chapar. 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 Uh, it depends for Some people enjoy Chazar. I'm not sure. Some people actually enjoy Chazar. <laughs> Fine. Okay, so you serve a person is capable to do mitzvahs better. So that counts as you serve. That also works in Shemaim. So that's the one, that's the one mahalach of how a person can give himself you serve um, in order to get kapara. 
The second mahalach, and this is something that Rizal says, that uh, a person has to be right for what that Rizal says to do. I'm just the shameless of explaining the topic. The Rizal says that there's another way to deal with malachim roim as well, which a person has created, and that is to go and kill them. To what? To kill them. The person should go and kill these malachim, and they can't affect them anymore. And how do you kill malachim? So listen to a Gemara in, in, in Brachas. And now if you've heard this Muslim from the words that Rizal, to go and kill the malachim, tell me, listen to what the Gemara is saying. The Gemara says, Right, whoever says Kriyashma is holding a two-edged sword. They're taking Hashem with their voices, it means they have a two-edged sword in their hand. And what they're doing with this two-edged sword? So the Gemara goes later. They're all the mazikim, which are around the person, you can kill them at night. This is the, now the Gemara doesn't just say how to do it. The Gemara says such a thing exists, right? That's what the result says. Lemaisa, there is a way. I'll be what you call shari yichodim in order to go and kill his malachim, and they're not affected anymore because they, they, they've been uh, destroyed. To do that, the person has to be holding the world of Kabbalah. Um, but another important point also, I ask Rabbi Yaakov all this once because one of the most famous tikkunim the Rizal brings there is the tikkun for persons most of the Vatala. So there are always people who next shall not want each other for it. So they try the Chivasa result to destroy those malachim. And he told me a very true yourself. And that is to try and work on, on, on a spiritual level to destroy these things only works when the person is not being next on them anymore. As long as it's still a fight the whole time, the person is still in the struggle, so then Ajab, he has to focus his energies on, on not making, not, not, not falling in the future, restraining himself. He says, only after a person is no longer at the stage of life, where that's being his mikshal, and we made his, you know, game of for five years, is no longer his problem. Now he can try to go back and deal with the other. But to try and deal with it when a person is still in the middle of the campaign, so to speak, is counterproductive. It's, uh, okay, so here's such a thing. There is such a thing as Chiva Sarizal, there is such a thing as Chiva for Yusurim, for Averis, which a person's created. And let's just see the last thing, and that's what Ramam says, Chil Hashem. And Chil Hashem, like we said, if a person is now working against Hashem, is in the opposite camp, then the only eight is missing. Like anything which is Ra, a person gets destroyed. So if a person is in the Chalik of Ra, they get destroyed. But that's all here. Which again, Rabbi Yenis says, the finish of this, that's all here is that a person can change lives back again. As long as he's in the category of a Mechal Hashem, of someone who's working against HaKadosh Baruch Hu, there's no exit. His existence is fighting Hashem. He has to get destroyed. But there's no exit to go back the other way around. If Kanega that a person comes back to Mechadosh Hashem, now he's changed sides. That's still an option. That's still an option. It's not Kapara on what was. It's like now a person's different. So Ana Khalami, as... In the status of being a Mechal Shem Shemayim, the only Eitz is missing. That says, Rabbi it's not Eitz. The person can switch allegiances. He can come back and work the other way around. But that's okay. It's other, but now he's reconnected himself to the camp of Kedusha. That's what the Raman brings. He brings the four things. The answer to the two questions we began with is the Kharad others is the The Raman says, Shiv is always Mechafir, Yakib is always Mechafir. And then he says that these things, there's something that's not Mechafir. And the answer is, it depends. Which Chalik? The chalik of the connection to HaKadosh Baruch Hu shows always mechaper for any other. The chalik of the return a person's direction around and keep us always mechaper for any other. Then the added chalokim which come from other averis, they mean a specific thing in each case which is going to give trouble for that.
Так, это, 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 это